Hi, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Advice from Your Besties. Boy, do you have questions. Let's get to them. Let's get to them. What was the best day so far this year? My birthday. I agree. New Year's was, no, my birthday. What's the worst advice you've ever given? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I I only give good advice, and I won't give you advice if I think it's going to be bad. When was the last time you lied? Probably earlier this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't doubt it. You want me to tell you what the lie is? I can't even remember. They come so naturally. You're like, I don't know. Wow, there's so many. Introvert or extrovert? Intro. Extro. The weirdest place you've ever gone to the bathroom? A stranger's house? I knocked on the door and was like, hi, I need to use the restroom. <laughs> like on the side of the road on the highway. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. In the woods. Outdoors, to, outdoors. Right in the parking lot. Is that weird? Best traveling abroad story. These are very lengthy questions. These are. Actually, all I think about when we talk about best traveling abroad story is when we went to Japan and you pretended like you didn't know how to do anything or get anywhere. I didn't. <laughs> I don't even know the other day when we went skiing. I don't know how to read a map. <laughs> I, I, really, I know that now. I will not I trust your sense of direction. I don't know how to get anywhere. Okay. <laughs> nope. I don't. So, oh, that's great. Yeah. Mine was like when I was a foreign exchange student in France in high school. And like I would ride on the back of a moped and like we drank and like we were topless on the beach. Oh. And then there was a week long festival in August and you drank from like 24 hours a day for seven days a week. It's the best time of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the last time I was in Mexico for the bachelorette party a couple years ago, that was a shit show. Like. Oh, my God. We couldn't even stand. Like, we were mm-hmm. trying to stumble back to the hotel and, like... Oh, my gosh, you drank then. Yeah. Crazy. And this old couple had to escort us back to the hotel. Oh, and, like, it. this one girl's, like, a beached whale in the waves and she couldn't stand up. We're like, she's going to drown. And Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably, like, 3 p.m. in the afternoon I went to bed after that. What clique were you in in high school? Who said I was in one? I wasn't really in one. I was in, like... At the athlete circle, but then I also hung out with kind of like the nerdy people. We had a small school, so it's kind of hard to be super clicky. So all of them. What's your favorite comfort food? Oh, a bunch of snacks. <laughs> Popcorns at the top of the list. Milkshakes are a close um, second. I really like fig newtons, but I would prefer an Italian cookie at this point in time. And then something in a bowl, but I can't really remember. You should ask my roommate because he cleans up all my dirty dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I leave them on my desk and then he lets himself in and then he would collect my dirty dishes and take them back. Oh, that's funny that Fig Newtons. Oh, yeah, they're a big one. I also like pancakes. But that's usually a breakfast binge. When I start there, I usually know the trajectory of the rest of the day. It's going to be downhill. <laughs> Let's see. I love cookies and ice cream. Mm-hmm. That's the go-to. That's what brings us together. Yeah. What do you do when you can't get yourself to like mornings? Oh, okay. Well, Well, okay. Do you, first of all, why do you have to like mornings? You don't have to like them. Is your job making you get up? Do you have to smile? Yeah. And get up early? (laughs) (laughs) Like who's telling you that you have to like mornings first of all? Or is this like a self-imposed thing? I guess, I don't know. I'm a morning person. I'm not really. 
it's just, I don't know if it's my ADD or if I'm tired because I am still kind of wound up late at night. So then it takes me a long time to wake up in the morning. What have I started doing? So I wake up early enough that I can go get breakfast and like crawl back into bed and then read because that seems to get the mind working. And then I put on really exciting songs and I'm like, okay, in six minutes, I'm going to get up. So you have a morning routine. I do. Yeah. Is it like Instagram worthy and stuff I'm really proud of? No. I mean, I'm, am I embarrassed of it? It's a smidge. It's real. I think that's what more people do than not, don't you think? I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. what's starting to work for me. So get yourself a morning routine that you are excited about in the morning. Like if I have desserts to eat, I will jump out of bed at like 6 05. Gotta be honest. A jump. Have you ever peed your pants as an adult? <laughs> yeah, like the other day. Like legitimately. That was the other day. Like legitimately it? two weeks ago. I had to go to the bathroom and I was walking my dogs like in a neighborhood. I had a skirt on, but I had my yoga pants underneath. And I was like, holy shit, I am so far away from anything, including my car or restroom, that I just was like, this has to happen right now. So I kind of spit my legs open and just kind of sprayed down. <laughs> and I have to tell you, because of what I was wearing and the, the way in which I urinated, I wasn't wet really afterwards. I can't believe that. It was really great. And like, you know, when you go sit in your car, you're like, ooh, this is going to be damp. It wasn't. (laughs) So another time when I was a notary, like a traveling notary, I had to go to the bathroom and again, stranded in wherever. So I just happened to have like a blanket or a towel and I sat on it and like just peed into (laughs) that. Unlike the previous outfit, this was very wet. (laughs) But at least then I pee on my car. That's true. Oh, man. Frequently. Yeah, it's probably been a minute. Probably when I was, like, blackout drunk back in the day. 100%. Yeah. Favorite comedians? I'll tell you who's not my favorite comedian. Okay. Bill Burr. I hate Um, that motherfucker. Didn't you see him live? Like, multiple times. (laughs) Like, three times. (laughs) He said some things that I think are funny. However, when someone latches on to something that's a little sexist or certainly a large aggression. I wouldn't want to say micro, maybe a medium. It just, I have negative feelings or like towards this comedian. Mm. So is it him particularly? No, but I also do think he gets to like squeak by in a little white racism or whatever that, I don't know what the exact term is, but because it's in the, under the guise of humor, this white dude gets to say things that like, and they're like, oh, what's funny? It's just funny. And I'm like, it's kind of offensive. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that, like, is it an older demographic or like, will that trickle out? Because he represents like, like middle-aged white. Yeah. So I'm like, do you think it's going to be appropriate here in years to come? Like, are we going to accept this as humor? Well, that's also the argument with comedians is that, well, we're making a joke, so it's not offensive. And that's it's but like, I don't know where you draw the line. I know. I hope that millennials and Zers really nail this down. I, I remain hopeful. You know, can I say something? I know this is not advice about besties, but I have to tell you, I feel like I've been representing Zers a lot lately. So I at my restaurant come into contact with a lot of boomers. Right. And they were fed the line of like, oh, they're not they're not capable because they've been told that they're perfect and they're not capable because they don't have any life experience. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I'm sorry that that's what you were raised on. But I was like, first of all, you should give this new generation a chance 
oh, the boomers are saying the Zers don't know shit. They don't know shit. Okay. And they because they've been coddled their whole lives, we have to give them all these things. And I was like, you know, let's back it up for a second. Perhaps we've given them like a false bill of goods. Like we have handed them a bag of shit. And they're like, oh, what do you mean? You're lucky enough to have like a shot at the American dream. We've destroyed the environment. We left you with a trillion dollar debt. We have wrecked mental illness and now wonder why you can't keep it together and then shooting people. And then and then we're sitting there insulting like their work. If who taught them, (laughs) who taught them in the first place to be positive? And I think if now ever they do need to be positive because nothing we left them. With nothing. (laughs) They have to. It's not fair. Pave a whole new way that older generations are like well it wasn't done like that before we lit it on fire put this big shit on their front doorstep and they're like well you should be proud of this and like good luck and i just feel like no one's really recognizing that like we didn't we didn't really help them out i know because you know how it's like yeah well you should have a house you should own a house by now and like all these things it's like well we can't well yeah exactly like a hundred thousand dollars in student loans and they say take care of the next generation leave it better than when you found it you guys didn't do that and then they're wondering why they're upset and so i found myself having to defend i was like yeah maybe they're capable of more things than you give them credit for and they're like no and i was like i can't wait for the boomers to have less of a voice (laughs) Right? They yeah. don't really represent the world anymore. No, but they're still running the world. Why the fuck are going to that? God, they're so old, but they're still doing they it. They just don't kick it, do they? <laughs> Science is really backfiring. They're like, yeah, why did we want people to be 100 years old? Because <laughs> oh, they, just with their desk work, with their bony little hands that have like all sunspots. They're lordy. And you're like, you look like a toad. Beat it. <laughs> but they're in power toads. I know. They are toads. Yeah. Anyway, I just had to say that because that's that on this. <laughs> that's that on that. <laughs> well, my favorite comedians. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. Oh, I like Hassan Minaj. Don't know. He's really funny. Chelsea Handler. Really? Yeah. Oh. I liked her new special. Okay. Like the old stuff, I can live without. I the saw new- her live and I was like, meh. The new stuff, she her new special, I thought was funny. And because she talks about Bernice Mountain Dog. So she won me over. <laughs> How do I let go of fear of failure? You should consider yourself a failure right now. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> All right. I really think that. You know what? You're already failing. Why? Because if you're not thriving, you're failing. No. Yeah. You know what? You need some tough love. Why are you afraid of it? Like, you don't have the luxury of being afraid of it. Like, consider yourself failing now. Does that motivate you? Well, no. Not you. We're not. The, did you submit that question? I did not. Okay. So it's like, well, you're already not thriving. You're not winning right now. So, like, are you scared? No. So don't be afraid of it. I just always feel like it can't get any worse. Can it? Oh, yeah. You have no idea how much worse it can get. I am here to tell you that, like, life is as perfect right now as it is. You just don't know. And, like, things can happen that you're not even in control of that will, like, turn your world on its axis in ways that, like, only I can only hope don't happen to you. Okay. I'm just telling you, like, if something happened, you'd be like, oh, damn, before it was so much better. And, like, when it's good... We stress over the most minute nonsense. 
true because we're looking we're always kind of looking for something to better go wrong yeah or like something better i also feel like to get rid of the get over the fear of failure you should just accomplish really small things you know but everybody says said, it but yeah. no one's doing it or just give up on like achieving things get happy and then see what happens have more fun in your life definitely more fun because i gotta tell you the minute i started having more fun i was like i don't mind doing laundry (laughs) i don't mind making food (laughs) well that's not a failure is it it was a win yeah when i started having fun yeah right and i just kind of forgot about those things that made me feel bad because i would sit around and just feel like a failure who knew that my key to success was just having fun and getting out of my head and getting out of my house and i was like i am worth more than this I am a success story. (laughs) I am a success. I mean, I think that if you're taking one step at a time every day, let's say if you're a business owning a business, I don't know if this is like where the question is coming from. Like, oh, what if my business doesn't take off? Well, then I guess you're just meant to do something else. So take it as a lesson learned and have fun while you're doing it. And what constitutes a failure? I know. What's the definition? Tell us. Because are people in your life telling you it's a failure or do you think it's a failure? Yeah, there's really no failures. Like, ideally, don't kill someone. Yeah. (laughs) Get rid of the word failure from your vocabulary. Yeah, it's not doing you any favors. No. If you could be front row to the show. Justin Timberlake, I found those front Mm -hmm. row tickets. Yeah. I don't know. I was pretty darn close and really made an impact with the guy from Panic at the Disco. So I feel like that has been accomplished. (laughs) Yeah, Justin Timberlake, been there, done that. What would you general? Eyes. Generalize. Generalize. Okay, your podcast ad. If you had to describe your podcast in three words. What is your genre? Thank you. This is you. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Comedy. Yep. We're not self-development. We're just like, hey, nope. We are what we are. And we struggle with this on a fairly <laughs> regular basis. We People do. are asking us our niche all the all time. the effing time. And... This is conversations with your besties. We make fun of everything, mostly ourselves. Right. And then they're like, what is your thing? And I'm like, this is literally it. There are a lot of people doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're not. This if you is want an example of the genre we're in, think Lady Gang. Yeah. Giggly Squad. Barstools? Or yeah, the chicks. chicks? The chicks. chicks. Cat and Nat. Yep. I don't think that this is hard. Perhaps the people that are asking aren't familiar with this category. Correct. Yeah. I think that they need and, to um, educate themselves. And I understand we did start off more personal development. And well, then we dumped that because it's dumped that. It's not yeah. great. <laughs> we went, <laughs> knock that shit off. <laughs> yeah. No. And we tried to pivot as fast as we came to the realization that it sucked. And I hope you guys can notice that we're loving it. Oh, we are thriving. Yeah. Because we're not failures. <laughs> oh, Brittany or Christina? Neither. Brittany. Great. Did you see that she was in a restaurant and she had kind of like, oh no. they said it was like a mental oh, breakdown-ish, but like she was just getting like photos taken of her and all the things. So she wasn't having a good time. I haven't read it because I'm tired of it. Harry's book. Yeah. Sorry. Bill, oh, spill a tea on Harry. And I got nothing to say. It. Yeah. Read it's, the headlines. Whoa. Oh. I can't read all that. We're going to be like at a half hour before. So there is a couple that I'm drip with. What? And the guy has been giving me looks more than and more than friendly compliments lately. 
I like him, but he's in a relationship and isn't wanting to admit that we're having a connection. Should I keep no. seeing where it goes? He's a nice guy. And not Chino's girl, but if he broke it off to be with me, would that be so bad? Yeah, it sure would. Yeah. Here's what they say. ship. Do not go there. No, actually, steer clear. And here's my saying on this one, one of my favorites. If they'll do it with you, they will do it to you. Yep. That's all you need to know. Okay, great. Don't make this more than it is. This you are dangerous, gray territory that nothing good from come from that because your third party would feel bad and you in turn should recognize that you might be making other people hurt and you wouldn't want that done to you. Mm -mm. Okay, I okay. like this one. How do you handle anxiety? It, the questions are medicine, exercise, enlightenment. I could say all three. <laughs> I would say exercise. Okay, question I and, asked myself. Oh, sorry, go ahead. And I just operate at like a steady level of anxiety. Good God. All the time. You know, as much as I think, it's so funny <laughs> that you're really the one that's all like, I'm all, I'm all, I'm on the verge of like having a breakdown at any moment. But it's just like a, I'm like a Bernice mountain it's, dog. It's, it's just like nothing. <laughs> you know, if we say like, oh, on a scale of like zero to five level of anxiety at all moments, I'm always at like a two and a half. Oh, that's not that bad. Two and a half to three. Yes. You know, it's just three, like, five and four. Is you know, you got to, I keep myself on my toes. I'm always alert. I am always ready. <laughs> I wish I could take some of this off of you. Okay. I'd like to answer this question. Okay. Let's see. I'd like to identify what the anxiety is. Okay. And then as a result of those three choices, I can make the best decision on the best way in which that will enhance my ability to kind of like handle the anxiety. Certain things like if being enlightened would not help with certain anxieties. Like that was mm -hmm. not, I want to be at my full performance. I don't want to dismiss it. So there is a constant stream of medication, but I know that exercise and medication, I am the best version of myself. Enlightenment is more recreational. Okay. I don't use it to like process feelings and thoughts and like get me out of the house. It's entertainment. It's more, yeah, entertainment value. Yeah, I guess you guys know I'm like a fitness freak, so just exercise. I do feel so much better when I work out. Like I worked out this morning before we recorded, and I was like, yeah, I feel like accomplished. I feel really strong. My endorphins are going. Right. I can ride that high the rest of the day. It, so, And I only exercise, so I don't compare myself to Lindsay and feel bad about myself. <laughs> so I don't feel it's like a failure. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, you know how you avoid the fear of failure? Just don't be friends with someone like me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or just accept like that's cool. Yeah. We love that. We're, we're all you. different. I love that for you. Okay. Awesome. Those are all of our questions. Quite a few. And yes. we appreciate your Thank you contribution. So much. We'll post a couple questions so we can hear from you. How do you handle anxiety? Actually that's a good one. So, friends, <laughs> tell us how you handle anxiety <laughs> and share this on Instagram. Tag us at SoFiredPod and tag your besties so that they listen to this episode. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The stories and statements expressed herein are experiences and opinions.
they may not represent the views of the production studio or the hosts. If you disagree with our content, that's okay. No podcast is perfect for everyone.